Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted Party, episode two. I am your humble lore master, Don Marshall, joined by Max Randolph, Tori Fox, and Zach Smith. Say hi, you three. Uh, hello. Hello. It's good to be back. It is yes. good to be back, isn't it? <laughs> um, welcome to the Unpredicted Party, the only Middle Earth campaign that will answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? We are one step closer to answering that question. Now. Before we get into it, this stream could not have been made possible without our lovely sponsor, Free League Publishing. Free League Publishing uh, graciously sent us early copies of their new Middle Earth TTRPG, The One Ring, so that we could play in a more fleshed out version of Middle Earth. If you would like to order your own copy of The One Ring, whether it is the bundle, the starter set, the core rulebook, the dice, the maps, everything all at once, get it now at freeleaguepublishing.com. Thank you so much to my players for modeling those things. Oh yes, the weapon cards. Ooh, ah, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Need right. those reminders. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Another very special thank you to our artist for the stream, Sarah M. Shunky. You can follow her at Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. There's a, uh, a drawing of hers coming up that my players haven't seen yet that uh, I think you're really gonna like. Another special thank you to Little Wit the Cartographer for making today's battle map. It looks absolutely wonderful. Can't wait for you to see it. You can find more of Little Wit the Cartographer's services on Facebook. Just search Little Wit the Cartographer. Our music was lovingly crafted by Cullen Vance. You can find more of his information at Cullen Vance Creative and stream all of Cullen's music on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Bandcamp. Just search his name. You're going to find it, and I promise you, you're going to love it. Listen to his new album, Rewild, which is basically every Celtic, Nordic, Witcher, Lord of the Rings, Dwarvish inspiration type song you could ever want in a crisp 38 minutes. Thank yous and announcements out of the way. Is everybody ready? Oh, we're ready. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Let's go! When we left off in episode one, we met two elves traveling from Lothlorien. Galadriel had given Halloweth the Elf a very special mission investigate what was going on for a darkness had clouded her mind. Tinel the elf decided to follow him, even though she wasn't invited. They made their way to Rivendell while, uh, while arriving, simultaneously bumped into a wild boar who happened to be a pet of a dwarf named Beery. Beery, being the charismatic, charming fellow, managed to talk his way out of it with a little bit of help from Tanel, and they all made their way to Rivendell. But when they reached Rivendell, they realized that something was wrong. And after much investigation and much chatting, they discovered that the one ring of power had been discovered. But it needed to be destroyed. How was it going to be destroyed, though? That was decided at the Council of Elrond. None of these players were there, but from what they overheard and talked to with other people that were there, Boromir, the human of Denethor, had said that it was the right time for speed and suggested that Gandalf use his influence with the Eagles to have the Fellowship of the Ring take the Eagles, which is exactly what they did. Gwaihir, the Windlord, Meneldor, the Eagle, and his brother, Landraval, all three of these eagles, 
carrying three members of the fellowship on their backs or in their talons, bravely flew off from Rivendell and made their way towards Mordor. And after a day, there was no news. And after two days, there was no news. In three days, four days. And on the ninth day, Landreval returned to Rivendell, alone, bloodied, body almost completely broken. Gwaihir the Wind Lord had taken the ring. The Fellowship is dead. Landreval, after telling his tale, was carried away. And Elrond, half-elven, Lord of Rivendell, stood there motionless. His daughter Arwen asked the three of you, who were the last remaining ones there, as all of the elves went to go talk amongst themselves and give Elrond his space. But as she leaves, and the three of you are alone with him, Elrond becomes not himself. His eyes turn completely black. The ring on his left hand starts glowing, pulsing. The deep voice that is not his own. The Dark Lord may not have known where the three elven rings reside, but I do. Elrond draws the sword and lunges at the three of you. And that is where we left off. Let's pick it up on episode two with... <laughs> oh, God. Let's go. What stands before you. So, I don't actually know if this is going to work with the view on Zoom. So you may just be hearing the reactions of my players when I show them this wonderful piece of artwork crafted by Sarah M. Shunky. <laughs> In front of you stands... Elrond, half-elven. Oh, 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 wow. The brain. Oh, that's insane. Oh, I love it. Oh, the darkness. Eyes completely black. Oh, you notice God. his finger with the ring while glowing. That uh, ring finger no. itself has started mm. to turn a deeper shade of black. Ah, oh. Oh, crap. Oh, okay. The corruption. Let's All go! Right. All right. Not good. Let's begin. Mm -hmm. I need everybody to choose their stances. Beery, you first. Are you going to be in the forward position, which will grant you an extra D6? The open position, which will make a normal attack? The defensive position, which will give you one less D6? Or the rearward position, where you can only use ranged weapons? Oh, Beery's going to take his shield from his back, take out his kind of long-hefted hammer, and he's going to hunker down in the defensive stance. Yuri, taking the defensive stance, I like it. Hallowed. He will be 100% a bow boy in the rear guard. <laughs> Tanel. Uh, also bow drawn, well, half drawn. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, in the rear word as well. All right. So Elrond, Having been possessed by Gwaihir, the Windlord is going to take a forward stance, which means he gets an extra D6. And because he is in the forward stance, he gets to go first. Beery, you are in the defensive position, but are also the closest to him. Let me bring up our battle map. Oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my God. <laughs> it's so beautiful. What the hell am I looking at? So this, uh, the brown thing you see at the top, that circle is the uh, gazebo st uh, style with the stairs that you see from the return of the king when Arwen says, you have the gift of foresight and, Ar er, and Arwen and Elrond have that conversation. The rest is an open clearing. There is a fountain to the bottom left, several of the trees and gardens in the light blue and the yellow on the right and several uh, trees on the right hand side behind the gazebo and then a pond uh, that is just below with a little cliff uh at the end on the top left hand corner as well keep this in mind as we move forward the position I'm speechless <laughs> i know the positions unlike traditional ttrpgs do not matter so much in combat but the players are free to utilize any of the terrain that they see here on the map whether it is the gazebo the fountain any of the trees or the gardens players let's get started Elrond is going to take a swipe at you, Beery. Bring it. All right. So, Beery, what is your parry score? Uh, my parry is, he says he has his shield up, is an 18. <laughs> an 18. Okay, so I'm going to roll 1d12 and 3d6s for the sword. What? <laughs> God. That is a six and a four. That is a 15. That is a 17. Elrond takes a swipe at you, but you manage to ooh, quickly get the shield up. You take no damage. Beery, you are up next. Oh my gosh. Um, he's going to be utterly shocked at this. And um, he's going to spin around kind of with his shield engaged with his sword and look back to his, his only two friends around here. And um, get behind me as they already are. And um, he is going to, oh, so I have to roll an attack, correct? You do, but if you would like less. to, it, you can attack. However, you can also use your uh, action to try and convince him to stop if you would like or persuade. I would, I would like that. I would very much <laughs> rather try and persuade Lord freaking Elrond. Um, um, yeah, I would like to use my action to, uh, oh, um, I, um, I, I, I thought, you know, Lord Elrond's house was open to outsiders. I didn't think I was going to get this kind of reception and try to shove him back a little bit. Okay. Um, so go ahead and I will say, give me a, uh, give me a persuasion check okay. with uh, disadvantage. Oh, and, okay. And then give me a strength check and tell me if you hit your target number. Ooh, okay, so disadvantage, very good. Disadvantage, so you're gonna roll two d12s plus the number of d6 on your character sheet. Good news, guys, I rolled a three plus zero DC, uh, d, uh, d6s, so does that meet my 13? <laughs> it certainly does not, no. So Damn you it. you desperately trying to like pour your heart into this, but he's, he's not listening. So, Beery, with a shield in your hand, I want you to roll one d12 and one d6 to try and reach your target number. I rolled a one on my D6, but I rolled a Gandalf on my D12. Oh, yes! that is an instant success. <laughs> you, as small as you are compared to this huge, tall elf, you uh, wrench back. Elrond, it's that low center of gravity. It is. He <laughs> falls back to the next position. Elrond is now in the open position. He loses that extra D6 bonus. We come back to Zach, you are up next. Okay, uh, Halworth is also going to try to persuade 
him, uh, Elrond, to stop by saying, My Lord Elrond, what is this dark magic? Please, cease, cease your attacks. Make a persuasion check for me. Wow, that is abysmal. Uh, No, (laughs) even with my two d6s, I rolled a two with my d12 and two ones with my d6s. Oh, no. He's not listening. Elrond just stands there, sword in hand. Um, what what else would you like H- to do? Halloth just whimpers a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you like to do anything for your secondary action? Um, he's going to try and shoot an arrow at Elrond's sort of the, the grip to the sword to try and disarm him. Ah, okay, so this is what's going to be known as a called shot. Mm-hmm. You can call your shot, but if you are not using that bonus action, uh, that bonus ability that elves have to like do it that same turn, you roll with one less d6 than you normally would. So go ahead and see if uh, you can hit the the hand. Okay, but I I have the ability, so do I? Oh, you do? I do. Then then by all means, that is a normal Mm -hmm. roll. Go right ahead. Okay. These rolls are killing me. Um, (laughs) I I roll a seven. You rolled a seven total? Yeah. All right, so that does not hit Elrond. You very quickly, and Elrond, as if it's nothing, just ducks out of the way with lightning fast speed. Elrond is going to go ahead and use his bonus ability, extra attack, uh, to lunge again at you, Beery. Uh, He is going to, and because he's in the open stance, and also, as I'm, I'm in the defensive, he loses 1d6. He does lose that 1d6. Oh, oh, so I'm only rolling this with 1d12 and 1d6. Oh, God. man. <laughs> Bring it, Lord. Killing me here. All right. So what happens here? That is a 16, which is your target number. With my shield, it's an 18, baby. Oh, hey, <laughs> shield blocking. Oh, Elrond, the second action, lunges at you and tries just again. Oh, but you are you are fast for a dwarf. Who even knew? All right, <laughs> Tanel, you are up as well. Okay, uh, Tanel, honestly, f- frankly, freaked out by the whole situation. Uh, has her bow completely drawn and just sort of says to the party, like, we have to break him of this, but I don't know how. And she, I'm actually going to do a prepared shot as well and okay. aim for his hand as well. Okay. to try to get the sword out of his hand. Go ahead. Okay, so let me pull. So that is 1d12 plus 2d6. Correct. Gotcha, okay. But with, with the with the prepared shot, do you also, you get an extra? I do, yes, thank you. Thank no you problem. Very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fun 10. 14. 14, which is uh, exactly your target number, correct? Yes, that is. It just misses. Ah! He has an extra parry score of one, meaning you have to hit your target number plus one. one. So again, he sees the arrow flying. Nothing. Oh my god. Is it, is, it, is it your strength target number you're trying to hit? Yes, the strength yeah. target okay, number cool. you're trying to hit. All right, we are oh, going to come back man. to the top of the order. It is Elrond's turn again, and Elrond in a murderous rage is actually not going to try and attack you, Beery. He is going to use his first primary turn 
to get back to that forward position to gain the advantage next turn. However, he is going to uh, use a legendary action uh, so that anytime someone tries to make a physical attack against him next turn uh, at close range, uh, he gets an extra two uh, to his parry score. So Beery, right. you would need sure. to hit a, um, you would need to hit a 14 if you try and attack him next. All right, that's gonna do it for Elrond's turn. Beery, you're back up. Okay, um, yeah, Beery doesn't know that obviously. So <laughs> um, hearing what Tanel has said, uh, she kind of kind of glanced back and you know, yeah, we gotta kind of like dissolve the situation. So he's going to keep his shield raised high and try to do an aim. Can can I aim shot with a with a hammer? You can aim with a melee weapon, but I will say uh you will have to get rid of one D6 on that. Yeah, ball. so I'm already in defensive stance. So that's two D6 down. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. You can certainly try Oof. them. Okay. Go okay. for it. So I'm just rolling a single. <laughs> a single die. Here we go. Okay. I got a Gandalf for this. You got, you got to roll a Gandalf in this oh, in order for this to succeed. Oh, no. Oh, so it was a two. Ah. <laughs> Dang right. it. So you you try and, like, from under your shield, sweep his Trying feet. to buckle his knee. Yeah, yeah. You He he sees that no problem, just quickly ducks out of the way. Tanel. I'm sorry, Hallowith, you are back up. Do I aim for his hand again or want to disarm? Uh, is, what's, where is Elrond standing exactly on, so, on this map? So Elrond on the map is standing in front of the gazebo. Um, okay. And he, you are all sort of in front of him. Uh, Beery, you're probably only a yard or two away. The two of you, um, based on what we said last uh, session, are probably about 10 to 20 yards behind him shooting arrows at him. So he can't get to you right now. Okay. Um, you can fire at him. If you would like to get up close to him, you can use this turn with your movement to mm. get up. Okay. Um, is there any uh, anything which could create a loud sound around me? Is there like a, a big like metal dome? Is there a bell somewhere? Which is there? Big? There is a bell. The bell okay. that you heard when the yeah. eagles took off and when Landreval created okay. would be. Uh, let me think about this. Yes, that would be, I think, within bowshot. Within bowshot? Okay, I'm aiming for the bell. Okay. This is genius. I think... Awesome. Hang on. Let me make sure. Let me make sure this is it. Zach, give me a an athletics check for this. Okay, sure. Um, ah, just, just don't get it. Just don't, don't hear my target number. <laughs> Quite all right. So like you take one. this bow, you aim up, and you goes high and wide <sighs> to the right. Clearly, this is all having an effect on your characters. Beery, Halloween. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Your second. Would you, you know what? Um, if if you would like to, I would say um, you can use your secondary action to prepare a shot. Yeah. So you could I potentially will. take two next turn would you like okay. to do that yeah i would absolutely like to do that cool yes. so go ahead you'll have a prepared shot so you could mm -hmm. potentially attack two times next turn excellent uh, okay tanel we come back to you great so um she's gonna take sort of a, a timid shuffle back okay <laughs> just like like a foot <laughs> um and i'm gonna take another prepared shot go ahead but this time i'm gonna aim for his ring because okay 
in Tanel's mind, that's sort of what he wants. So maybe if it breaks or is or is injured mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. way, it might break it. Okay. Uh, okay, come on. Let me pull my target numbers for you. Twelve. Twelve does not hit. The shot goes wide. Now keep in mind, for the folks listening at home, Elrond doesn't have some sort of magically high HP, right? (laughs) One shot could potentially end all of this. Mm -hmm. It is just a question of who's going to go down first. All right, so that ends round two. Can I I call out? Can can I, like, say something, or is that... Yeah, yeah, you can use as your secondary action. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Okay, so um, (laughs) Tanel seeing that, and that this is not going well for her. She's gonna sort of like notch her arrow and just scream for the, and just go, guides of Rivendell! And just hope that someone hears her. Okay, okay. Because combat turns are only a few seconds long, it may take a moment for any guards, if there even are any in the area. We come back to the top of the order. Elrond is going to use another attack against you, Beery. And with that shield, I have to hit an 18? Yeah. Okay. Eight. Minus 1d6. Oh, minus 1d6. Be- I'm in defensive. That's right, you're in defensive mode. Okay, mm-hmm. so hang on. Let me let me re-roll, because I did roll with three d6s, and he would have hit you. So let's make this fair. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Strategy's working, guys. Thank <laughs> you for the reminder. All right, here we go. That is a one, a two, and a four. Elrond, once again, murderous rage. Ah! Nothing. Comes through the shield. You're quick, lightning fast, able to dodge, duck, out of the way. Beery, it's your turn. No one's landed. I love this. This is fantastic. What a defensive game. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. We're all just, um, like, skating around each other. Yeah. Um, Okay, what the hell is he going to do? Now, remember... you have the terrain around you. You have the ability like Zach did with the bell. You can use something around you. You don't necessarily have to stay in just one spot to fight. Now, um, is, so he has a sword in his right hand. Is the ring in his left? Uh, he is currently gripping the sword with both hands. Hadafang is, is a two-handed sword. Oh my, okay, oh boy. Technically it could be wielded with one hand like Arwen did in the movie, but for this purposes, he's gripping it with you. Um, and there's stairs to the gazebo behind him? Yes, there are stairs behind him. Okay. Um, what I, what Beery would like to do is, um, he's gonna wanna like, try to pivot a little bit so that um, giving them a little bit better of a shot and try to push him back again and trying to trip his feet up into the stairs. Ah, oh, okay. Make him kind of fall back. Yeah, okay, give me Give me an athletics check with advantage. You got it. Okay. <gasps> it's a Gandalf, baby. Hey! Okay. I can't believe it. So, Beery. Plus four. Plus, uh, doesn't matter. Critical success. Tell me what you are trying to do. I'll let you call this one. Are you using the shield to kind of throw him back? Um. Yeah. He, well, I think I kind of want him like kind of charge, uh, kind of get low, kind of underneath his weight, and then just... Uh, yeah, with his squat, thick little legs, and just kind of shout out, I thought you were Lord, and just try and uh, just kind of yes. ram him backwards. Okay, you take this shield, yell out, and just thwack! You are a strong dwarf, and this elf, who is 
just as strong, clearly there is something not right with him. He falls back, <laughs> lands on his back on the stairs. While you are doing that and as he falls and your turn, I'm sorry, do you want to take a secondary action? I, that was plenty. <laughs> Perfect. He is going to use his lair action to use summon nature using Vilya, ring of air. And as he falls, wrap his hand in the air and summon a great wind. Beery, you watch out of the corner of your eye as the trees behind this gazebo you've just pushed him down onto start shaking. And the leaves start falling to the ground and you watch as their needle-sharp points come directly at you. I need you to, actually, let me see if this will even hit you. Do you have time to raise your shield and get it back up after you have kind of bashed him with the shield? Uh, I don't think so. That was definitely, he put everything into throwing his weight forward. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine he'd be like on his feet. Okay, in that case, I, I will say I'll roll with disadvantage for you Tanel, Halloweth, I'm gonna roll uh, normally for you to see oh if any God. of these leaves go past the shield and hit you. Bollocks. Oh God. <laughs> All right, so that's, oh, hang on, disadvantage. Okay, Beery, you do not take any damage from these. Whew. All right, Halloweth, this is yours. That is a seven, a six, a four, and a one, so that is an 18. Halloweth, you take... Uh, well, hang on, that's it. that hits my parry number exactly. That hits your parry number exactly. So when you are attacking, you win on the tie. Okay. So, yes. So you, you are going to take, what is my, my uh, sharp leaves? You are going to take four points of damage. Okay. And remind me again your health total. Uh, 26. 26. Yeah. All right. That's the endurance, isn't it? Yes, that's the endurance. Yeah, All right, so you take four points of damage to Nell. Okay. I'm going to roll for you. Mm. That is a 10, a three, a four, and a five. So nine, 10, 11, 12, 22. Yes, (laughs) Yes. so that hits. So now you take four more points of damage. Now we come back to Halloweth. Halloweth, Mm -hmm. Elrond is on his back. You, and because you have these two prepared shots, you have the ability to take two shots at him with advantage because he okay. has disadvantage because he's on his back. First shot, I'm yes. aiming, I'm calling my shot, I'm aiming for his cloak to pin him to the gazebo, pin him down. Ah, okay, okay. Go ahead and give me a roll. Yeah. I love that. Ah, oh, there we go. Excellent. Okay. Uh, easily hit my target number. I go 20, 21. 21. That absolutely hits. So are you trying to shoot a body part and the robe? No, no, just no, not just, just literally just to probably his sword hand sleeve. Got, okay, and with yeah, with with that yeah. roll, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, and yeah, uh, excellent. Now that that's done, thuk, into the into the sleeve, into the gazebo, and mm-hmm. pinned there. My second shot is aiming for the bell again. Okay, go ahead. I call for help. Oh, come on, man, ten. Oh, that pesky bell. <laughs> the bell just keeps like moving out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still swinging from the time Landreval was there. <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right, hang on one second. Trying to string the bow again. The arrow goes wide. Tanel, you are up. You also have uh, two shots prepared. Is that correct? 
Uh, no, I used my. Oh, that's what you shot used. Last you time. you yes. used it last time. All right, so you yes. have uh, one primary attack with him, uh, with advantage if you would like to attack. Okay. Um, Tanel is actually going to move a little bit forward, and try to get a little bit closer to Beery, staying rearward. Okay. Uh, and using, but just kind of like being closer to the action. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and seeing what Halueth did by pinning his robe, she's going to try to also pin down the same arm, just kind of like adding ac- extra Go for it. to it. Go for it. All right, come on, baby. And would that, that would be a prepared shot, correct? That would be a prepared shot with advantage, yes. Oh, I rolled twice. Yes, you roll two d12s and take the higher of the two. Okay, boy. That's better. Thirteen! Oh. One less. One less than what I need. Oh my no. god. Oh god. Even with advantage? <laughs> yes, because oh, I rolled a one oh and like man. a three. Oh god. And that's so frustrating. This Our rolls have not been good today. We need to change dice. I'm going to change dice right now. I need my... Uh, Tanel, that was your turn. All right. Yes. Elrond uh, is up again. He is going to use his primary action to stand up because he is going to take the arrows, rip them out of the robe and go, throws the arrows to the side, grabs the sword again. That's his primary action. So he can't uh, roll again, but he is also going to use He's going to use his bonus ability dueling, which means that when he is uh, wielding a melee weapon uh, in one hand, he gets an extra two bonus uh, to the next uh, round. So he is going to use his his, uh, extra attack to very quickly switch hands and use the Hatafang in one hand, and from inside his robe, pulls out a dagger and throws it at you, Halueth. Because he saw what you just did. Shit. Uh, Which is fucking elvish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to need to learn all those words as well. (laughs) So proud of you right now. Thank you. All right. So. Oh, all of the cool stuff I have hidden under my robes. And I roll an Eye of Sauron, which is the Ah, least you can possibly roll. You see this dagger coming a mile away. You flings it at you and it lands a few feet. I behind catch you. it. If he's rubbing eye of Sauron. Give me an <laughs> athletics check. Okay. Do it, you elf. Do it. Come on. I absolutely do. That's a, that's an 18. Hey! <laughs> yeah, target right. number 12. I, I mean oh, my target number by my six. God. As as if moving in slow motion, this knife <laughs> comes directly at your face and you like it is absolutely nothing. You are now uh, wielding this knife. However, you now you now are just holding two weapons: your bow and this knife. Um, okay, cool. cool, cool I'm cool. gonna say uh, there there are no reactions built into this mechanic. I was so no. impressed with you doing that. I'm gonna let you, if you would like to, throw this dagger back at. Absolutely. Yeah, that was, okay. that was my plan. Yes. Yeah. So, make a roll. I'm so okay. Like, what glad what, you what, what should I roll? Uh, sword uh, or? Roll, yes, roll a, roll a sword uh, attack for me. Okay. Yeah, 15. I beat my target number by three. 15 hits. A dagger is going to deal uh, two damage 
two. Sorry. So the I'll t- I'll do the dagger damage, but the sword mm-hmm. is fine. So a dagger yeah. is going to deal two damage. The dagger ugh, hits Elrond just in the shoulder. Kind of sticks there. It's not in quite all the way because obviously he's wearing a lot of thick robes. Yeah. So it's in. It's clearly causing him pain. Elrond takes two points of damage. Excellent. Elrond he doesn't mind doing stuff. Like he's he's very insulted that he's been, a dagger was thrown at him. That doesn't happen to Halva very often. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you do this incredible feat of acrobatics, uh, Halloweth, because you are the farthest back, because Tanel has moved forward, mm-hmm. you hear footsteps from behind you. In front of you, a flash of light. Beery, you hear this too. Combining behind you, you watch as Glorfindel, sword yes. in hand, comes charging, yes. puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, help me cut off his hand. And he is now gonna make his attack Fuck. against oh, Elrond. Oh my goodness. Yes. All right. Glorfindel has entered the fray. Oh yes. Glorfindel taking this two-handed greatsword is going to very deftly attempt to pin Elrond's hand and jab it into the wood of the gazebo with his hand. Elrond takes seven damage from Glorfindel. And the arm, Elrond cries out in pain in that deep guttural voice. He cannot move his hand, but he still has the sword in it. And he glares at Glorfindel. I will kill you. I believe him, honestly. It's <laughs> <laughs> intense. Uh, <laughs> Beery, you are up. Um, um, uh, okay, uh, yeah, much has changed. So, um, there's freaking leaves buzzing around. Uh, Glorfindel's now here. Yeah, um, so right now, Elrond is pinned by a Glorfindel has taken his sword and pinned Elrond's arm through into the wood. So that he is now stuck there. This, in typical TTRPG, he would be considered pinned or like a grappled or or he will have disadvantage on whatever he tries to do if he tries to attack. Cool. Um, With his, okay. Um, Is it an action to change my battle stance? Um, Usually it is, but because he is pinned, I'll say you can use that movement, no problem. Okay. Um, Using the movement... uh, Beery, seeing this new development, Beery would like to, um, yeah, Be- okay, yeah, 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 okay. Beery <laughs> would like to just wing his shield, grabbing his long hammer with both hands, and then just like golf swing, uh, tries to just pretty much uh, put the um, the sword out of Elrond's hand, maybe collapsing his hands. Who knows? Okay, go ahead, make yeah. a roll. Go ahead, roll roll your uh, attack with advantage because he is currently pinned down to the ground. All right, so, oh yeah. Make it rain, here we go. It's 10, oh my God, I rolled three ones. Ah, oh, no. Damn it. So that um, is what? that is a total of what? Uh, that is a total of a 13. Target number is 11. Your target number is 11 and his Ooh. parry score is only a plus one that hits you take this this giant hammer and just swack the sword hanafang flies out of his hand elrond stands there motion motionless pinned with his arm in halloweth you are up um yeah i'm gonna can i aim for his ring finger 
So for all intents and purposes, we are out of combat. Oh, unless, really? oh he's well, gone. well, unless unless Elrond is able to uh, use any of the other actions. But for the purposes of this, if you would like to get closer, I will let okay. you use your movement. Well, yeah, no, I'd like to get closer for sure. And in, in which case, I'm just going to take his ring and rip it off. Just okay. Yeah. You can certainly try and do that, but it oh, will be no. a con- it will be a contested role. He's not. Oh, like, of course, yeah. He's not he's down. Gonna cut his finger, like no. <laughs> <laughs> try now. See if you can do it. <laughs> My right. strength versus Elrond's finger. Am I stronger than Elrond's finger? Let's see. So, so, uh, uh, Zach, what are you trying to do? Um, take the ring and just off okay. off his hand. I'm not going to cut off his hand if it's if it's already pinned. Okay, so. What you are trying to do would be considered um, an athletics check. We are okay. going to uh, pit that against. This is going to be a contested athletics roll okay. between you and Elrond to try to rip. Okay, so it's just the higher roll wins. Yes, the higher roll wins here. So you are going to make oh, an athletics boy. check. Okay. And Elrond is too. Okay. Do I say first or do you say first? I rolled a Gandalf. <laughs> oh no! You reach down to try to grab the uh, the the ring off of his finger. He very quickly <clears throat> grabs you by the throat Jesus. with his is, free is, hand. Is Glorfindel still like pinning his arm with this sword? He is. Oh my he is. Yes. This. He is just trying to keep him down. He's not going anywhere. Okay. So he is grabbing you by the throat. You notice now, as he has sort of got you in this state, the arm that is pinned that has the ring on it, his sleeve has fallen back, and the the decay that you noticed has started to creep into his hand, past his wrist, and his robe is now up to maybe his forearm. It has overtaken his entire forearm. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh god. That, okay, that we gotta to, get okay. this arm off. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was gonna say. Timel, yeah. what are you doing? Oh help, okay. help me. <laughs> help me. Yeah. Okay, so I fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna run. Oh, I'm you gonna don't run. hear that, you just hear that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Uh okay, I'm gonna run over there to uh to Halloweth. And I'm actually gonna try to pry Halloweth away. Okay. From being choked. (laughs) So this will be, uh, I will say because, because Halloweth, you are also trying to get off of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. You'll, you'll be doing the help action. Okay. Uh, Tanel, roll with advantage on this. This is going to be yet another contested athletics roll. Athletics. Okay. Yes. Oh, please, for the love of God. Okay. What did you roll? 21. A 21. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Did it. I do that math right? Yeah, 21. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Whoa. A nice. 10, a 6, and a 5. <laughs> Amazing. I need a hero. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a 20. Oh, <laughs> damn. This, this has just been epic highs and lows. <laughs> Tanel, you grab Halloweth by the waist and just wrench him back with all of your strength and somehow manage to pry uh, uh, Halloweth from this, this grip. Uh, I will say, um, Halloweth, mm-hmm. you are going to go take one point 
of damage. Okay, fair. From all yeah, of this. Uh, that's, that's understandable. Okay. All right, we are, uh, would you like to do anything for your secondary action? Me? Yes. Okay, Um. actually, yes. Go ahead. Uh, she's just gonna sort of yell towards Lord Elrond, just say, Lord Elrond, I know you can hear us, please, please. And just try to like, see, try to reach him basically. Okay, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, eight. Eight does not make Jeez. it. I am so sorry. <laughs> you, again, desperately trying to convince Elrond that something is in there. It is not getting through. He is still growling like a beast. We are going to come to the top of the order. Elrond is going to use his action surge ability to take two uh, turns this turn. Um, he is going to uh, take the sword and going to make a contested strength. And because these are two NPC rolls, I'm making a contested strength roll between Glorfindel's sword, right, Glorfindel, and Elrond. So this oh, is for Elrond. That is a 10, 5, 6, oh, no. 3. Okay, no. so that is a, uh, uh, that, is a that is a 24. Glorfindel, 12. Elrond takes his hand and with inhuman strength reaches and is somehow able to slowly pry the sword out of his arm. He glances up at you, Beery, and goes, <laughs> Nice try. From his other uh, sleeve, quick as a flash, another dagger pops out and throws it directly at you, Barry. Uh, this is without the shield now. This he, is he without the it. shield, yes. So, <laughs> all right. So we're down to a 16. Down to a 16. That was terrible. I rolled a three on the D12 and two ones. So again, it's this, it's this high and low, this energy that he has. He takes the dagger and in just fit of rage, ah, nothing does not hit you. You managed to- can it get stuck like in his the handle of his hammer? Just it's Glorfindel's turn now. Glorfindel is going to use his action to attempt to grapple Elrond to the ground. This is going to be an athletics eight, four, four, one. That is a success. You watch Beery as this elf in front of you is literally just trying to take one for the team, grabs Elrond full on body football, tackles him, and throws him to the ground. Yes. Glorfindel, having tackled him to the ground, is going to look up at you, Beery, and goes, Do it now! Beery? Uh, oh, yeah, right. As he just gets like slammed to the ground, um, Beery, not knowing what the hell he means, is going to very much like, remember playing like Dogpile as a kid, where there's definitely that one kid that just goes like, leaps into the air, and, and <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to go full dwarf, and um, yeah, and just kind of swan dive onto the pile boom and is going to uh you know with his burly kind of dwarven fingers try to like rip it out of his give me it give me it give me it <laughs> trying to pull the <laughs> ring off of the finger i love it um go ahead and give me an athletics check uh with advantage because he is he is considered grappled oh my okay athletics okay here we go here we go here we go guys did not roll great 
Um, that's a seven. Do he's not, strong. He's strong. This this elf, still pinned to the ground with the one hand free, is just able to just fight you off. Grabs your wrist, and you just you cannot get it off. Halloween, give me it. You are about five feet away from. Okay this uh from this as uh beery attempts to do that glorfindel is also going to look back do it now okay um Halworth takes a deep breath and draws his sword um he kind of stalks over he's going to try and just swipe down at the elbow here just where his pin just go whoosh. okay Go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh, I hit my target number. You just, hit your target uh, number. I do. Yeah, yeah. 12. Exactly. 12. And just to be clear, you are attempting to cut off Elrond's hand. I'm not, it's just his hand, like from like wherever the blackness is, because I saw the blackness when I tried to get the ring. Right. I try and basically to cut off here, because I assume it's kind of crawling down here at okay. this point. Okay. So, sword drawn. You take your sword, lift it. Elrond's arm at the forearm falls from his body. You watch as he glances down at it and gives a cry of pain. And as he is screaming, he is going to grab Glorfindel. by the face with his other arm. And you watch as smoke starts to come out of Glorfindel's face where the hand is. You hear Glorfindel. Beery, you are still on top of it. You feel the heat coming off of the face. Glorfindel is going to attempt to Tori. I can't believe. (laughs) Hallowith, you got very lucky. Oh Um, my God. Elrond is going to go ahead and use uh, the action that I didn't mention before, because if it did work, it was going to take that turn. We will see what happens. Uh, Elrond is going to attempt to possess Glorfindel. If anybody watching has ever played Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War, I am stealing this mechanic 100%. (laughs) Let's see if it works. That is a natural one. Oh, oh God. Glorfindel okay. is still going to take six points of damage. Oh, my. But he is not, he is just screaming out. The arm gone. Beery, you are close enough that you watch as Elrond's eyes in the midst of this scream fade from the black to normal. But you watch as the color on his neck begins to creep higher and higher and higher up to his chin, up around his jawline, up his ears, and stops. Completely dead-eyed on the ground. He stares at you, Halloweth, who has just cut off his arm. Thank you. 
and collapses. Oh my god. Um what are you uh, all doing? Um I'm gonna grab Glorfindel and just like pull him away, just like out of instinct almost. You you pull Glorfindel out of the way. You as you pull him away, you see his face has a red and black mark in the shape of where Elrond's hand was. It's not growing, but a scar seems to have formed all across his face. That's so oh metal. <laughs> I, uh, can I yell to Barry and say, go with haste, get help. Um, so Barry's still like dogpiled on, on yes, top of Yes, you are, you are still like, like as, as well, we'll say because you are on top of Glorfindel, I'll say you're, you're up at this point. Uh, so you're up. Is Elrond, is he, is he, does he look dead? I mean, I'm, this is happening in seconds. Is there like. Make a, I'm going to ask you to make, uh. A check, you can make it your choice. You can make either an insight check or a healing check. Whichever, whichever you would prefer to use. Um, Whatever will give okay. you the most, the most, uh, you know, ability to discern what's happening. Do, okay, so, okay, 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 okay. Broken <laughs> spells. Uh, do we happen to have any hope? Ah, yes. So this is a mechanic that we did not get to the first turn. Hope Ooh. is a new mechanic that I wasn't really gonna introduce until later on down the line when the fellowship formed, but now would be a really good time to use it. Hope is a mechanic that allows you to add an extra D6 to your own roll. You must call it beforehand, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And you drop that one hope point. Hope replenishes after a certain amount of time or after certain actions. Beery, if you would like to add a hope roll to this. I, I very much would. And um, in just kind of like overwhelmed by all of this, even from his, his antics aside, he is deeply concerned about Lord Elrond. And uh, he would very much like to invoke broken spells from the Durin's folk, um, broken spells and succeed. Remind me again what that does. Um, he chose one skill, which is uh, healing. Um, and he can expend one hope to magically make it a success. Ah, okay. So it would be the equivalent of you rolling a Gandalf, as we say. Exactly. And, and instantly figuring it out. Okay. Um, Instant success, no problem. Uh, mark one hope off of your, your sheet, just so you know that you Got have it. it. Uh, the two of you, if you would like to use your, your hope scores later on, uh, you absolutely can. Remember, they are a finite resource and you must use some sort of long rest or uh, another action. We'll discuss that later. In, yeah, in kind of like a delicate moment for from Beery, just kind of like place a hand on his kind of like, is it is it pale? His, his skin went pale so or went dark? So Elrond is still bleeding out from the stump. So there is going to be a certain amount of shock from this. But as yeah. you as you can see the um, the the scarring and whatever happened to him on his body creeped up from the finger up the left arm and then across his chest up to his face. It seems to be as if the top layer of his skin had turned to this fine crusted ash, like what you see after volcanoes explode. And there's that like almost black but with magma underneath it there is still heat radiating off of his body it, it you you can pull back his eyes 
it, they are totally fine. He just seems totally passed out right now. Okay. Yeah. Just kind of like places a kind of a meaty dwarven hand on like kind of the side of his, his cheek, just to kind of sense if there's any life in him. And what he does is like, okay. Um, and as, as fast as his little dwarven legs will take him, uh, hauling butt to get help. I, I will say just from, from where we are on the battle map, you run to the edge of the map and you can already see uh, elves starting to pile in. Arwen is there. You see Eladon okay. and Elro here, okay. his sons come piling in. They follow you. You see all of these dwarves rushing, rushing around. Before everybody gets there, Halloweth, Tanel, would you yeah. like to do anything? I'd like to bind his arm to stop that bleeding. That would sure. be probably useful. Yes, um, all right. Yeah, with an uh, elvish, like I see I have like an elvish, like close. Yeah, yeah, just just on you, you've you've got bandages, yeah, yeah. no problem. Okay, that's, cool. a, that's a standard. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you wrap Elrond's arm and just like tourniquet style, and mm -hmm. you watch as it's it still gets very red very quickly, but it yeah. was a clean cut. Mm -hmm. So you, because you rolled really high on that one. Nice job. Um, and it, it is, it has stopped for for the time being uh just like that that mm -hmm. flow um a bunch of elves come rushing in uh eladon elro here arwen what is the meaning of this that's El, uh, arwen crying out uh to you uh actually i'll say that's you tori because halloweth mm -hmm. you are binding it and, and yeah. Barry, you're still back there mm -hmm. what is the meaning of this he was possessed something had befallen it it was it was the Windlord. The what? Quiet. Spoke through him. He was after, and she starts to gesture towards the ring and then stops and goes, he knows where the other rings are. Can As, look, sorry, sorry, can Halbert nope. look up at this point? Go ahead. Yeah, and, and just say he's fallen into darkness. There's a silence across the entire field. The half a dozen or so elves that were behind Arwen, Eladon and Elro here just start gasping, crying. Some are silent. Eladon very quickly goes, <clears throat> you help me move him uh, to you, Halloweth, and just picks him up by his shoulders, sort of like almost trying to drag him back. Eladon grabs his feet. Um, Elro here goes to you, Beery, and say, you dwarf under him now, infirmary. Oh, um, yeah, and I'm imagining if like one grabs shoulders, grabs the legs, like there'll be kind of a bow. He can kind of like get up into the center and, and walk at Absolutely. level with everything. Absolutely. You all take Elrond's body to this infirmary and just sort of place him down on, on the bed and you watch as the healing elves uh, glance at him Eladon and Elro here fill all of the uh, infirmed, uh, the infirmary elves in and goes, do what you can, but beware, a great evil approaches. He turns around, glances at the three of you, you three with me now. And he stalks out of the room, Eladon and Arwen both following as well. Uh, Glorfindel, who has just kind of been standing in shock is sort of like following you, but is still seemingly in some sort of like almost uh, dissociative state, just like still kind of with it, but like clearly shocked by what has just happened, um, is walking with you. You enter the chamber where they had the Council of Elrond a little more than a week ago. As you three 
Eladon and Elrohir and Arwen and Glorfindel sit around this small dais, pull up chairs. Eladon looks at Glorfindel and says, what happened? But Glorfindel is not responding. He glances over at the three of you. Speak. He was possessed, as I said before. And what she said. The Windlord was after his ring. It is at this point that you see Arwen hold up the ring and go this and set it down on the dais in front of you. Gary raises his hammer and, well, um, song psyche should be destroyed. Are you attacking? Hell yeah, he's going to <laughs> definitely overhand and just uh, you know what? No, Go for no, it. No negotiation. I didn't see what happened, you know? <laughs> Tanel uh, just like uncharacteristically yelps. <laughs> she sees the hammer go up. Uh, You've seen what it does. It must Alec, be destroyed. Alec tries to go, wait. <laughs> He's going for it. Go for mm. it. Make the roll. It's a oh. Gandalf. <laughs> Max, you are killing it with these Gandalfs what today. I okay. promise I'm not, you know, plus okay. six. Plus six. Okay, so that is a success. The action that you are trying to take with a Gandalf almost always means a critical success. However, however. Yeah. yeah. The ring of power. <laughs> it is a ring of power and I have a set skill set for it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, wow. Now. Okay, cool. Really? Oh, cool. With, with, a, with a six, which gives you... When you roll a six on a D6, that means you can also deal an additional amount of damage, uh, such as piercing damage or a heavy blow to uh, an, an enemy in combat. However, because this is an inanimate object, Beery, you bring your hammer down. And as you heard from Gloin just before Gimli left, Gimli hit his axe with it and went flying back. So you fully expect oh, this might happen to you too, but you bring the axe down and it thunk, and a small metal ping. You watch as one of the gemstones in this ornate flowery ring falls out. You quick move away the hammer to take a look at it. There is a small crack. It's not destroyed, but there is a small crack down the center of the band. Oh my. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I'm imagining there's like a perfect ring indentation on the face of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like this dead center of your hammer is just like this ring shaped thing. That'll come back, I know it. All of the color has left Tanel's face. <laughs> And she's just, just hand over her mouth like, oh. well, uh, did it, how, did it work? I mean, did, did how, we do it? Hollis just shaking his head like dwarfs. <laughs> Perhaps I. Elro here picks up the ring, sees the missing gem, sees the crack and goes, 
Would either of you three care to test this out for me? I thought not. Puts the ring back down. We do not touch this until we know more. Are we clear, Master Dwarf? I mean, yeah, I mean, but uh, could I have the gem that I knocked off? I mean, it's it's not like it's going to possess me or anything, right? I mean, pretty pleased. I feel like I've earned it. Make a persuasion check with... Make a persuasion check. Make a straight persuasion check for me. I'm sorry, guys. This is here. <laughs> I love it. No, I Your love kleptomania it. is coming out. Yeah, it's five. That is a that is a five. You watch as uh, Arwen very quickly, in a way only elves can, quickly snatches the gem, puts it in a fold in her robe, glances at you, Barry. We will not touch this. Now, we must decide what happens next. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we kind of need a plan. He said he knew where the other rings were. We can only assume that Lothlorien has fallen. Fallen? <sighs> oh, its face is just pale. What do you mean, fallen? The... We only just heard word. How could... We only succeeded because there were so many of us there and we acted quickly. Those in Lothlorien may not have those advantages. Do you expect anyone will be able to stop her? I fear your lady may be gone. It is at this point you all hear Glorfindel, who has been silent at this point, go, We must flee. No. Yes, we must. It is what all elves are called to do into the West. Perhaps, perhaps we could recruit, but it is impossible now. We must leave. The straight road lies ahead into the West. Surely you all see this. With all due respect, I will not be fleeing again. Not abandoned my home. You children know nothing of death. I do, and I do not wish to seek it again. In Valinor, we would be safe. In Valinor, our strength lies. We cannot let the entirety of Middle-earth succumb to its fate. Oh, and why not? You speak of things you do not understand. We may be but children. However, I have seen the death you have seen. I may have yes. been young, but I remember it. I thought I recognized your face as well. Eru loves this kingdom as much as the Undying Lands. Does he? <laughs> Does he? He created them. They are equal. Maybe not in your eyes. And the Valar, what of them? They will do as they wish. And with them, we would be safe. It is at this point you watch uh, Elro here hold out a hand to Glorfindel. Peace, friend. Give us time. Let us not act brashly. Arwen chimes in. 
We must recover their bodies. Yes. They deserve safe passage into the great beyond. The eagle pressing matters. The eagle said their bodies were in Holland. I, I must. It, it is but a day or two by horseback. Go with speed. Very well. Take many with you, please, so that you are protected. I would feel most safe with the three of you. And you, glancing at her brothers. You fighting my father. You could have killed him, but you did everything in your power not to. Please, help me. Yes. Yes, of course. All right. Thank you. Eladon, Elro here, both nod. Glorfindel, looking around, says, I will stay. The realm must have order. I can keep it. I am. And you see him trying to catch his breath. I will be all right. Go. At this point, is there anything the three of you would like to do before you begin this journey? Um, I do want to like take an aside with Glorfindel just to actually make sure he's okay. Cause Tanel's a little wary of that outburst. Oh, okay. We can, we can come to that conversation in a moment. Beery, Hallowith, is there anything you want to do? No, uh, Hallowith takes a moment to prepare and he, he prepares to leave. He carries, he's, Acts light anyway, so he needs only what he must. Got it. Beery? Um, being the complete opposite of Halloweth, he's going to pack heavy and um, try to go and scrounge around for anything that could be possibly useful. Rope, bells, string, a mirror, what, like everything, just heaps of junk to sure, 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 possibly sure. be made useful. Okay. You ask around you spend like the next 10 or 15 minutes does anyone have a cart we need a, a horse to draw it we will need horses let's go let's go you pile on ropes um um you know uh uh i forget yeah, what they're tools. called the tools yeah anything to maybe yeah. help with with the bodies you, you find that no problem um tanel we'll come back to you now everyone has sort of dissipated preparing for the journey mm-hmm. you pull them aside i Apologize for my outburst earlier. Forgive me. You must understand that we cannot abandon this land. I... Perhaps you may have hope, young one, but I... My hope has been shaken. I understand that the thought of... Lothlorien falling. If I've lost a home again, but I don't want to run anymore. And you shouldn't either. Are you going to be able to hold the line? Takes a deep breath. Forgive me for my curtness, but... Peace. 
I will do what I must, but I must know. It is you, isn't it? The other, the other child. Yes. Gondolin was your home? Yes. Did you watch my fall? Yes, but I thought my mind had made it up. Oh, it was no dream, young one. Please, tell me. Many survived, yes? My sacrifice was not in vain. Yes, yes. Many of us made it to Lothlorien. I... It wasn't in vain. Your family? Well, and alive. So thank you. I have you to thank for that. But you must understand, seeing that, I don't want to go through it again. So I will do what I must to make sure that I can have my home back. The new Tenel. home I've created, at least. Tanel, give me an awe check. Okay. <laughs> is that our first awe check? This is. It's, so, it's yeah. usually the used. One. <laughs> usually used in combat, but in this case, I want I want you to. Oh boy! Give I me a roll. Oh. No. Would you roll? A six. A six. Okay. It's pretty low. Okay, so like Tanel's just like tearing up, and her yeah, voice yeah. is wavering at this point. Yeah. Glorfindel looks at you and goes, "Your words are kind. I do not see all ends, but I will try." Thank you. And she just kind of like takes a sort of abrupt leave the conversation. Sure. All right. Um, is there anything else you all would like to do as you prepare? Um, Beery. Uh, Beery would definitely love to try and rendezvous with Hallowef if, if that's at all possible. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll say we can, we can have that. Uh, Hallowef? Yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, are you trying to look for him in a specific location or just, you know, glancing? No, around? just if they cross paths, would they? Yeah. I mean, Rivendell is a pretty big place. Rivendell is pretty big, but I'll, I'll say just knowing you're all going on this journey together, mm -hmm. uh, you, you'll kind of congregate in the same area. You can have that conversation. Go ahead. Oh, uh, kind of Beery approaches with like a big, whole bunch of rope kind of over his shoulder, like with a wheelbarrow with like a travel anvil and just all sorts of goodies that he's kind of raided from mm -hmm. everywhere he possibly could. Just comes approaching you and like, Sets it down huh, with a bit of a huff and I mean, I know I'm new here, but like, it couldn't be like this all the time, right? I mean, I don't get out much, but uh, you guys, this has been a wild experience. Yes, it's not every day that an elven lord is possessed by a dark shadow. Good to know. I mean, it's very good to know. Uh, yeah, I mean, so where are we going? Like I said, I've never really traveled very much. This is kind of my uh, my venture out of Erebor. He holds up a hand that we are accompanying and escorting the Lady Arwen to give proper burial to the Fallen. The Fellowship. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, they got... Uh, oof. They get... And the Halva kind of takes a moment because that's incredibly insulting to the dead. He's going, indeed. 
I mean, I meant no offense. I mean, uh, so I, I feel like I have enough. Kind of gives the Wilbur a little bit of a shake. Like, hey, I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive. This is just, I mean, this is not the way of my people. Uh, how far are we away from there? Uh, about a day's ride. A day? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm ready to go whenever uh, you guys are. And he kind of looks at all, all the packed things. Yes, indeed, I can see that. Uh, I... We go at Lady Arwen's uh, request. She's really beautiful. Um, Indeed. She's just got this um, air about her. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. This has been a really exciting, to say the least, journey so far. Exciting is one word for it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, um, I apologize. I must leave you, for I am still grieving. Oh, uh. Right, um, I'll just continue packing then. <laughs> he kind of bows and says, be well, Master Dwarf, please. Thinking that went really well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's, he's, he's toting his wheelbarrow around with a lot of pep. All right, all right. Uh, I think you... that went wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so conversations had preparations made i need to make a couple of rolls here just to see what happens because as i mentioned before uh things are happening outside of your control across the wide Mm. world um and potentially closer to home great (laughs) oh that's not a good face yeah i didn't like that face at all you hear voices yelling out, Arwen, Arwen, Arwen. Just, you recognize at this point, it's one of the elven twins, Eladon or Elro here calling out the name. Eventually you see coming down a a flight of steps, still yelling, Arwen, Elro here, just kind of looking panicked and around. Uh, He sees uh, you three together as you're sort of preparing to leave. You three, is she with you? No. We're we're waiting. Yeah, we've been packing. We thought. We believe she has left already. Why? It is unclear. But we must make haste. Come, let's go. And it takes you probably another, you know, you've made all the preparations you can, but mm-hmm. it's still getting uh, Elro or getting whatever twin mm-hmm. I didn't say, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what a go, gra- going to grab the other twin, getting the horses all up and ready to go, takes you that little bit of time and you mm-hmm. uh, speed off. Before we make our journey, um, Beery, is Gorge the uh, Erebor boar coming with you? The or oh, Erebor boar? We are inseparable. The, the Orbor, yeah. He's, Orbor. Uh, he's definitely here. Uh, as fast as he is, I don't think he's as fast as a horse. Would you like to put him in the cart just for the sake oh, of... definitely. Cool. Just just want to make sure. Um, Barry will be back there with him. Just give him scrunchies. Amazing. <laughs> All right. As... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Um, I was going to say, as we're sort of like traveling out, Tanel's looking around to see if she can see any movement. Because uh, like, Rivendell's sort of like in a little valley. Yes, right? yes, you're in a valley. So, great. So she's looking toward like towards where she would know the exits are, trying to see if she can see any movement of maybe which way Arwen even went, 
or how far away she might be. Okay. Um, I know that was a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and give me an, a scan check. Scan. Okay. Come on. Okay. 13. My target number is 11. Perfect. You looking out through the valley and as you come sort of up onto the uh onto the 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 cliffs sort of because obviously it's in a valley you go up this hill and there is nothing holland you know is to the south you do not see arwen anywhere and it is at this point that eladon and elro here both look at each other spur their horses on you spend the next day setting camp in the evening, making your way through Holland. And remember, you don't know exactly where in Holland these fell. So you are all spread out, riding, you know, dozens of yards apart from each other, if not hundreds at certain points. Eladon and Elro here are going to go wide here and there, just scouring as much land as they possibly can. And just kind of in this search pattern, this grid, trying to find out where uh, they are. Um, I would like all of you to make scan checks for me. Come on. Um, I am favored in this. Does that yes. mean I get to roll two? That means you roll two d12 with a certain number of d6. Yeah. No, not quite a Gandalf. I mean, you, I got your you got it. You got a Gandalf. All nice. right. Nice. My first one. All there right. X first Gandalf. I love Yay. it. So. As you, um, as you all are trekking through Holland, riding as fast as you can, uh, the boar on the cart behind just kind of jostling here and there through the, the hills. It is after hours and hours of search on the second day of your journey that you spot a large lump, Halloweth, on a flat plain. You can't quite see what it is, but it catches your eye enough that it is big enough to stand out from the, the flatter part of the land. As you are traveling, do you tell anyone what you see or are you going at it? Yeah, no, no, I call, I call everyone over. Okay, you bring everyone over, start heading in that direction, it takes you about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. As you approach, you see feathers strewn and the closer you get you realize that this is Meneldor the eagle's body as Landraval mentioned there are talon marks where his wings meet that slim part of his body both of his eyes are gone his tail has most of the feathers picked out one of his claws one of his talons is missing. A little bit further ahead, you see another body. It's small. It's one of the hobbits. You would recognize this one, Halloweth, as Mariadoc Brandybuck. Oh. Oh. He's my favorite. <laughs> <sighs> Ahead of you, a rumpled gray cloak, the bodies of the elf 
the dwarf, the wizard, the other three hobbits. Eladon and Elro here. One of them puts a hand on the other's shoulder and goes, come, do what must be done. Looks at the three of you, gives you a nod. Um, Beery is heading straight for Gimli. Okay. You guys bring up the, um, the sort of, my God, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like the cloth in between with the two, um, like a gurney, a, a gurney. Yes. Yeah. A stretcher. So you guys grab these sort of makeshift stretchers that they had start piling the bodies into the back of the cart, gorge helping you tie a rope around him. Uh, drags the bodies back. As we're doing that, Tanel's going to try to take their own individual cloaks and try to wrap them in some way. Just like a, like put it over their face, like sure. wrap their arms together, just in sort of like a, a showing some respect. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. It is after a few minutes as you are pulling each body, because you're all, you know, three mm -hmm. people grab one body, another grab another. You all realize you have eight bodies, four hobbits, one wizard, one elf, one dwarf, and one human, Boromir's body. Oh no, where's Aragorn? Um, I say exactly that. Um, where is the ranger? Yeah, oh. to a sealed door. Aragorn, son of Aragorn. Tanel starts scanning the land again to see if maybe we missed him or... Go ahead and make a scan check. Uh, uh, 15, I do make it. 15, you hit the number. Tanel, you spot uh, horse tracks mm. leading away from where you are and they're fresh, maybe a less than a day old and leading up to one of the hills you see a small mound of rocks i turn back to the group i say i believe he may already be buried and gesture towards the mound all right and tonel oh. actually starts walking that way Okay, so you yeah. you make your way. Are you two following? Or sorry, are um, you two following her? Beery doesn't feel like it's his place, but uh, doesn't want her traveling like alone out out in the open. Sure, Halloweth. Um, yeah, yeah, go follow. Okay, great. As you guys are walking, Eladon and Elro here are hanging back. They're looking around, just sort of gathering everybody. You hear from behind you, the mithril coat is gone. Did he say mithril? Yes, I thought I heard that as well. Sorry. <laughs> you make your way up to this mound of stones. What lies before you at the top of this hill seems to be a kind of makeshift grave. There is 
a cloak draped over some of the rocks and one flatter-ish rock, like almost like a tombstone, but it, it doesn't quite have the right fit, but um, it, it seems to be placed sort of at the head. she's already taken care of this one. Um, can I give a scan just to see if our, um, I can see where the horse tracks lead off to where Arwen might might be? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't even think you need a, a scan check for that one. They're, they're, uh, or are you trying to see if, if you can spot someone out in the distance? Just trying to, there's no sight of her yet, right? You have not seen her yet. Arwen, no. mm -hmm. okay. I'd like to really look for Arwen, make sure she's at least safe. Mm -hmm. Um, 15, that, that's my target number. 15, yeah. okay, perfect. So you hit your target number, you scan out into the distance and you see nothing. You do, however, notice that there are scratches etched into the flatter of the stones. You, uh, does he, uh, yeah, does you, he read it? Uh, you recognize some of the, uh, words that are in, in common. Uh, there is very clearly the word Aragorn, just sort of like, like someone took a rock, carved it in as hard as they possibly could. Um, and the name is there. Uh, the rest is in Elvish. I can't, I can't read that. Uh, what does that okay. say? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a look. All right. As you approach the stone, you read Aragorn. Underneath is the Elvish Estelle, which means hope in Elvish, which was Aragorn's name um, in Rivendell. That was his, his secret name. Um, it occurs to me none of you would know that, but that's just a fun, obscure Lord of the Rings fact. Yeah, so it, it never, <laughs> they never stop. Just because we're on a different platform, it doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, I'll find a way to work them in there. Welcome to obscure Lord of the Rings facts. Don <laughs> <laughs> Marshall seventy two's channel. <laughs> so, you see Aragorn in the common tongue, Estelle, underneath it, underneath that. You see, in Elvish, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, High King of Gondor, soulmate of Arwen Undomiel, father of Eldorian. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Oh, what? <laughs> the chill quota has been like on point i am scribbling my notes <laughs> i know what? okay what what one more time one more time i want to make sure it's right aragorn son of arathorn mm -hmm. king of gondor soulmate of arwen undamiel father of eldarion Oh my god. Join us next time for the unpredicted party episode three. Goodbye. Ah, oh my god. god. <laughs>